This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lots to talk about today. Certainly we got a lot of money news coming in. Sounds like it's good news. We've got uh, the inflation rate falling to 2.9% in the last month, which is, uh, I think, forecasters weren't expecting it to be that big of a draw, but that is the new Consumer Price Index report. That's the nice little name they give that. It's uh, here's what your life is going to look like and how expensive it will be. And so we've seen big declines uh, thanks to lower gas prices, starting to see the price of food coming down. Again, there's a huge drag effect on all of these announcements. And, and the Bank of Canada, to my knowledge, and we'll probably find out throughout the day as to how Tiff Macklem's feeling, but he has not taken interest rate hikes off the table. So what are we uh, to parse through all the fine print? Let us uh, take a first kick at the can on this. Misha Lander joining us. He is an economist with Concordia University. Good to have you. Good morning. So I think, you know, an announcement like this, you know, it'll give the Trudeau government um, a, a nice positive talking point. How do you parse through the fine print and what people need to pay attention to? Well, you know, the Bank of Canada has a mandate to keep inflation between 1% and 3%. So the fact that it came in at 2.9% uh, means that those interest rate increases that we've seen over the last two years are doing what they're supposed to. It's raining in inflation. Uh, it just needs to stay there now, and, and that's going to be what we see in the coming months. But this is this is a positive development, especially where we were anticipating about 3.1%, So prices are not rising as fast as forecasts. Right. And we got jobs uh, last month that surprised everybody. I mean, they were mostly government sector jobs, but they were higher job numbers than than expected. And so it's hard to figure out where we're going here, right? Because what goes up today could go down. And so what are we watching for? And I would go back to uh, the comment that I made about the drag effect, right? Like when do normal Canadians who are just desperate for a break actually start to see some of the relief? Well, I mean, if you're looking in the right places, you will be seeing it, right? You said that gasoline, for example, was way down. Uh, and you mentioned that food prices are not coming down. It's, it, it's not quite true. It, it's food prices aren't rising as fast. Uh, but the okay. fact is that we were talking last year about food prices rising uh, double digits year over year. Now they're rising a little bit faster than inflation, but around 3 3.5%. Uh, that's not unreasonable. And so if you've got inflation at 2.9%, and of course everybody's very upset about rent and mortgages, that means mm -hmm. that pretty much everything else, which is like 70% of consumer spending, is rising at about 1.5%, which is even lower than the 30-year average for Canada. So there's a lot of good news out there. You just have to kind of look for it, and you have to have the right, right. psychology to, to accept it. In other words, you have to have the kind of psychology that will just ignore the whole housing crisis, right? Because those prices are not coming down and, 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 you know, economists, uh, and I'm not sure where you are on this, is, uh, you know, if we could just get the, the real estate numbers out and not worry about those, um, big housing costs, we could actually lower inflation quite, quite a bit. It would be, you know, one to three percent. We'd be in that range. Uh, but the reality is that's not going away anytime soon. And that, that, that is, I think, what worries people is that we're not going to get the relief that we need, let's say, in real estate, because we just don't have the supply and we're not going to have it for a long time. 
That's exactly right. And, you know, it's unfortunate that the, the one aspect that is, is the drag uh, is the housing bit. And you're right. It's not going to be fixed anytime soon. That's really a municipal issue. So even where the federal government is saying that yeah. uh, we're going to try and help, they can't. Uh, you, you can't overcome City Hall in Toronto uh, or any other major city with all of their zoning laws and restrictions on building codes. And not that they should relax it entirely. It's just that they need to be realistic that, hey, if you're going to have a, a major housing crunch, then you need to incentivize builders to come in and build. And, and that's not going to change with interest rates. The issue for uh, the Bank of Canada now is that to ignore the housing part of the story is being a little bit selective then. And so the next time that we have inflation, let's say right. that there's one stubborn component, do they just ignore that too? And then really what are they doing when they're saying inflation is 2.9%? Yeah, right. And, and so, again, you have to be able to parse through the spin. And, and again, the Trudeau government, they need good headlines. But we can't ignore that, right, Moisha? So we can't ignore the fact that, that houses are not going to be built in the next probably five years or to alleviate the, the um, some of the challenges. And so what does that mean then? Um, you know, because outside of the political spin, people just want to know that this is not going to stick around for longer than it has to. But are we into that sticky area where this is just going to remain high um, for a while until we get that supply? Yeah, that's for sure what's going to happen with the housing market is I don't see any relief coming. You you can have these policies to restrict the number of foreign students coming in, or you can try and curb immigration, but that, that's really not the solution. The, the fact is that even within the country, uh, and the existing population that's here, there's just a, a demand that is outstripping supply in almost every Canadian market over, say, 250,000 people. Uh, you, you can't send people back where they came from. You can't undo what's been done. Uh, and the fact is that it's it's really not even immigration that's the main driver of it. It's just mm-hmm. uh, there, there's not enough that's being built. And it's partly because homeowners have become such an effective lobby at petitioning local government saying, that's my most important asset. Yeah. Uh, don't you diminish the value of the equity in my home by building houses for people who want to get onto this housing ladder. And because they vote in stronger numbers than people that want to get on that housing ladder, uh, city governments realize that to keep their jobs, they either have to cave into homeowners or they have to be thick-skinned enough to say, you go ahead and get me at the next election. I'm going to make it so that more housing is available to come online. Yeah. So what are you watching for then? Um, because Tim Macklem, I mean, he'll make comments today, and I think everyone wants to hear him say that he's going to lower interest rates, but he's made no guarantee of that. And so how are you, what's your uh, Kreskin prediction? Yeah, he's, he's not lowering interest rates. I don't see that coming before Canada Day. Uh, I will say that I've been on the record having said that since mid-2023, so it's not something that I've yeah. just recently come around to. Um, inflation needs to stay in that 1% to 3% for an extended period, and it needs to be convincing to the Bank of Canada that it's going to stay there even when they start cutting interest rates. If the first time they cut interest rates, people go crazy with spending again and inflation mm-hmm. takes off, they're just going to have to increase interest rates again, and that's the last thing that they want. They're apolitical. They don't have to deal with voters in elections, but they don't want to put Canadians in a position where that interest rate is yo-yoing around. So they're going to wait, and once they're convinced that, yes, we can cut interest rates safely, inflation won't take off on us again, then they'll start cutting interest rates. But it's going to come in a really measured way rather than the way that interest rates went up in a really aggressive and fast way. Uh, So it's probably going to take about, uh, say, second half of this year before we start to see interest rate increases. And we're probably going to see maybe four to six cuts over the coming 18 months once they start. So this will continue all the way into 2025. 
Absolutely, yeah. So uh, if the Trudeau government's waiting for that sweet spot that uh, shows a big recovery, it's not coming um, next week. So that that is uh, the reality. Appreciate you breaking this down. I'm sure we'll get uh, more info today, but I do appreciate you uh, parsing through it. Anytime. There you go. That's uh, Moisha Lander joining us from uh, Concordia, breaking through the numbers. So instant relief, not a reality, but at least the numbers are working in the right direction. Can we just say that? for now please isn't that great yeah it is yeah Uh yeah (laughs) remember she said that she's so oversold that the last time right it's great right it's like yeah no